Hello, and welcome to Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. I am Connor from the House of L. And I am Ray from the House of Zod. And we are here, as yeah. usual. In this very cosmic light, Connor. Yes, we are in deep space right now. Yeah, there are... Weird stars and structures and planets everywhere. No gravity. It's great. Yeah. I feel like I've lost lost a lot of weight. If it was up to me, I would just stay here. (laughs) (laughs) Slide around, yeah. Yeah, just fly around, you know. But alas... Did you did you know a little fun fact here, Connor Connorell, in space? Uh, and I gathered this: you cannot cry or sneeze in space. So hopefully we won't be doing that for this review. Either of that. Yes, hopefully not. Hopefully not. Um, so yeah, we're back. Uh, not doing you one part two because it's not out yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we said last week, we will be doing a cosmic adventure with Mongol. Mongol. Uh, what a legend. Yes. Uh, so, has there been any notable Superman news? Well, there's always Superman news. Has there been any Superman news that I care about, therefore I noticed <laughs> enough to report? Um, <laughs> Supergirl has a new costume on a TV show. It looks oh, god-awful. I um, saw that. So it's more... <laughs> um, so people who haven't seen it, and correct me if I'm wrong, Connor, it's more to the Man of Steel kind of costume. Is that right? It's a, That's what I, the impression I got. I just got the impression that it was really bad. <laughs> I didn't okay, yeah, I'm not... Oh, okay. I'm not uh, in... I, said, I didn't think Man of Steel. I just looked at it and I thought... Like, it's just... It's not even the fabric or whatever they use. doesn't even uh, look like it, it... It's, like, baggy or something. It just looks like a bad costume. Right. Well, it could, it's, yeah, sorry. The, the colours and everything, it just looks really terrible. It's very muted. I've only seen the one photo. Uh, but for me, it looked like... Because you know how in Man of Steel, he kind of... Lost his togs, right? It's just a yeah, but that just, costume looked good. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm not insinuating right. that it looked bad or anything, but that's the vibe I got. I thought maybe they were t- taking a leaf out of that no. uh, because she's lost a he lost a skirt. She's lost a skirt in that. In not in not a good way. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, no, I, I. It reminded me more of injustice than injustice. Uh, oh, Man okay. of Steel. Same with the Superman costume, the way they did the emblem and the cape for Tyler Hodgson. That reminded me of Injustice more as well. Let's let's not speak of his name, Connor. (laughs) (laughs) Just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're going for. I don't really care. Like, I I don't like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, whenever I see that show doing stuff, it's stuff I don't like. And (laughs) so I guess I, yeah, I shouldn't be surprised if costume's bad. How many? Do you know how many seasons? Maybe we should, we should be asking Tyler and James this. How many seasons? Are they're probably they fly through them, aren't they? Like season six or something. Season Look, six. if Doom Patrol gets cancelled mm. and those shows are still going, mm. I'm going to weep. Well, Swamp Thing. I'm going to weep uncontrollably. Yeah. yeah, but well, Swamp Thing got cancelled because of some weird. I know. Yeah, yeah. So. And yet to watch it, I, I've got high hopes for that. Actually. Yeah. Do you? Yeah, yeah. I, I do oh, yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my friends are huge Swamp Thing fans, so we're going to watch it together. I thought you were about to say your friends are huge Swamp Thing. Big groupie. Wow. A <laughs> bit of that too. <laughs> um. uh, no, but Doom Patrol's good, is it? Uh, I still haven't caught up 
on those episodes, but you know they looked very good in. It's just um, it's been well received. Yeah, and yeah. And if they cancel it, then it's just like <laughs> Warner Brothers. What are you doing mm. between this and making a Birds of Prey movie that no one asked for? Oh yeah. Uh, like I have not met one person excited for it. There were there were um, shots of is it Margot Robbie? Um, yeah. In a suit in her Harley costume. So that's all. That's still going ahead, is it? Wow. Yeah. Well, I know is there's no. Superman movie. Uh. <laughs> yeah, Damn it, Warner well, Brothers. For God's sake, just figure something out and make one. Isn't it? Isn't Henry f- Cavill and a director approach you for pitching ideas and you yeah. shot them all down. It's like, well, if their ideas aren't good, do you have ideas that are going to work? Isn't, you know, it's uh. just it baffles me. Like he's one of the biggest. Well, he's you know one of the biggest stars in their in their stable, and yet they're doing like movies of Birds of Prey. You know, um, I mean, from what I've seen on my Facebook feed, like the average person seems to like him, you know. Yeah. Especially after Mission Impossible, the new one or whatever, he was pretty popular in that. Oh yeah, have you seen that? Uh, no, I haven't seen any of them. Okay. Do Do you want to be spoiled or no? Uh, I haven't. I haven't seen it as well. I mean, I guess yes. Spoiler away. Oh no! Just that I heard, um, and spoiler alert, anyone if you want to watch it. But he's a bad guy. That's yeah. Pretty, yeah, that's pretty cool. I heard he might be in the next one as well. I'm not sure. Ah, which means he didn't die. That's good. Well, hopefully that's. Well, maybe he did die. They'll bring him back. I don't know. But hopefully that doesn't uh, line up with uh, Justice League 2 because they don't want another mustache debacle, do we? Oh, is it going to be a Justice League 2? No. <laughs> uh, that's a shame. I've got to watch that again. Uh, Zack Snyder's gonna... actually been sharing all of his, like, a lot of Justice League stuff. Okay. Like uh, his dark side and everything. His dark side, yeah. Well, because he in his like he was gonna have dark side appear in the movie. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought you meant his. Uh, his no, no, no. Yeah, his literal dark side. It's fine. Yeah, right. I'm not one of those like release the Snyder cut people. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, ah, but you know, it is interesting to see what his take was gonna be. Um, yeah. I, I don't think I would have really liked his take on it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, no doubt, I would have with a yeah. bunch of stuff in Batman v Superman as well. Oh, it would have veered away from the um, from the the canon, I'm sure. Well, I, I don't care if it veers away from the canon. I just think no, it might have taken a bit too many leaves out of certain things I don't like. I don't know, like I, if he was going to do like a mind controlled Superman or something, like I don't want a uh, whole movie with like an evil Superman. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Uh, you've got Henry Cavill there as Superman. And he's like really charming in real life. Why don't you actually use play to his strengths? Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. and not make him like mind controlled or something. I don't know. Although, mind you, maybe Henry would enjoy um, you know stretching his range. Uh, well, he's a bad guy in Mission Impossible. I'd be keen to see how he how he kind of fronts up with that. Yeah, like uh, uh, it's fine him being a bad guy. I just don't want to see an evil Superman. That's not something I want to see on the big screen. Ah, uh, there's not? already enough. Well, there's already enough negative stereotypes about the Superman character. We don't need more adding to them through Ooh. mainstream movies, you know. Have you seen that movie, The Burnt Burnt Sun, or something? Or oh, Brightburn. Brightburn. Yeah. No, I haven't seen that. I'll see it at some point. I'll get drunk and watch it. I'm kind of like <laughs> Superman slasher movie. That's how I watch all my movies. No, that's that <laughs> sounds really good. Uh, oh, I mean, I mean, it sounds really good. That yeah, to go. To go see it, my friend told me about it again. Reminded me, I think it's got Elizabeth Banks in it. Um, she's the the biggest name I know in it. Um, yeah, no, it sounds really good. Um, an evil, 
well, what if Superman crashed on Earth, but he went the other way? I mean, I guess the thing is, it's the difference is, from what I've seen, it's not Clark, obviously. Yeah. But it's not even like, they don't even resemble the Kents or anything. Oh, okay, okay. Like they, I think they live in suburbia or something. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. But, uh, you know, obviously it is evil Superman thing. What if someone with those powers was evil? Yeah. yeah. Scary thought. It? Well, actually, I read an interesting article about it saying, um, uh, I don't know, I can't remember. I think I shared it at some point, but it was just, it showed, like, it was very heavily inspired by Man of Steel and it kind of just um, showed how in Man of Steel how lucky it was that, Clark was Clark, if that makes sense. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if he very was lucky. like a serial killer person, then it would be very scary. But I don't yeah. know. I'll see it. I mean, I I watch slasher movies now and then, like a Superman slasher movie. You know, I'll watch that. <laughs> I thought you're into horror, though, aren't you? Like, oh, you do yeah, a particular I, type of horror. Like, I generally you... prefer good horror, and slasher movies usually aren't good. Now, look. Yeah. Ooh. I. You know, there's some good slasher movies, okay? Yeah. Like Halloween, the first one back in the 70s. Oh, I love me my Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, that That's good too. Yeah. Um, Wes Craven's New Nightmare is really good. Oh, okay. But, like, then you have bad slasher movies like Friday the 13th. The whole series. Like, I watched, oh. that, I watched that whole series. Yeah. It was terrible. Oh. Some of the worst stuff I've ever seen. Um, yeah. And, you know... But I watched that, so I'm sure I can watch Brightburn. <laughs> yeah. And if I got enjoyment out of that, I can get enjoyment out of Brightburn, I'm sure. Hey, I, I lost our track there. So what, Brightburn is a is a slasher? No, it isn't. Well, it seems like a slasher. Oh, it does? Okay. Oh, yeah, just oh. with like uh, Superman instead right. of Jason Voorhees running around. But I'm assuming he's using his heat vision or well, Arctic yeah. breath or something. Or just That's what I mean. It's a slasher movie, but everyone's getting killed. By people with Superman's powers. So. Oh, I thought slasher movies just like, literally. No, it doesn't have to be killed. a knife. Yeah, right, right, right. Understood. Yeah. Get in there. Look, I'd love to see uh, another take of Brightburn. Something like What If Mongol was good. That would be good, wouldn't it? See did Mongol. you watch? Uh, there was. Oh, we did. There is one. It's Hunchback of Notre Dame. That's a. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, have you? seen justice league gods and monsters uh animated no yeah no i haven't animated yeah, yeah no no i haven't i've heard it rings a bell but i haven't heard it's it. good um yeah uh it's, it's about superman batman and Wonder woman but like none of them are diana prince clark kent or uh bruce wayne what so uh Batman's Man Bat. Well, the, I can't oh, remember Man cool. Bat's real name. Yeah, but uh, Wayne Bruce, isn't it? <laughs> no. So, <laughs> but Superman is uh, the son of Lara and Zod. Oh, okay. Um, but he's not evil. But like, it's but he's know, just got a different. Take. Yeah, right. Yeah. And Wonder Woman's. Uh, she's from New Genesis, I believe. Oh, okay. Okay. So. I can't remember who exactly she was, but yeah. she was from Eugenesis. Mm. So. Um, but, yeah, it was a twist because Apocalypse are like, good and honourable and Eugenesis were kind of evil. But, anyway. Um, we digress. Yes. I can't think of any 
other interesting Superman stuff. Not that any of that Superman stuff was particularly interesting. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, no, let's, the let's costume. do a Google search. Superman. Yeah, do a Google, Google search. I am um, loath to turn my head here. Kind of, I've, I've positioned myself in a particular corner of the room now. Got good acoustics, but uh, the computer screen is the other way. And I don't want my... Uh, to break these awesome levels that I'm achieving now. On the microphone. Ooh, so... Uh, am I going to have to get this? So apparently there is a Batman and Superman book coming out. Oh. Written by Joshua Willis Williamson with art by David Marquez. Ooh, good art. Yeah. All right. David Marquez, yeah, he did the, um, well, he did nothing, uh, Civil War Two, and okay. uh, and he did The Defenders, you know, with Brian Michael Bendis. Very, oh, I'm a fan of his art. It's pretty good. It's um, it's following up from some, the Batman, the Man Who Laughs, I think, which was like a short mini series. Oh, but... yes, I saw this is this was on one of the ads uh, in yeah one of the in the DC comic books. Yeah, I did see that with um that yeah. that weirdo wacky Batman with no face. Well, yeah, yeah, whatever. Well, he has the Joker's the face Joker's whatever. face, oh. whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually if it, it since it's monthly, I'm going to pick it up because the the last Batman Superman title I read was really good. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, Joshua Williamson, are you familiar with that young whippersnapper? Uh, I've heard of him. Right. I just I can't place directly what he did. Right. But he's, uh, he I is think. very familiar. Hang on. Okay. And hang on, let me just see. This is due for release August? It got pushed back, yeah. Originally, okay. August 28th. Okay. August 28th, Batman, uh, Superman. Um, oh, geez, the cover looks good. Just opening up the cover. Oh. Yep. That could well be one for the pull list. Connor, my man. Mm. Yes. So, God, I know who he is. Uh, I feel like I've actually read Superman by him before. Joshua Williams. Do we? We did. We did review a comic by Joshua something, but that was, oh, Joshua Middleton. That wasn't. Uh, yeah. yeah. We did that. That was the Shazam, I believe. Oh, I could be way off. Just okay. Let me go to his listeners. Listeners, do you know the answer. Bear with a shout into your speakers. Now I know it's audio out, not audio in, but shout anyway. Maybe, but the touch and grace of Mongol, we can hear you. Yes, praise Mongol. <laughs> uh, let's see what's he done. Yeah, this actually I, I, looks pretty good. I might, I might, uh, I might pick it up. Still got some. I've got a lot of catching up to do with action comics and Superman. Truth be told, Connorell. Uh, wait, no, he didn't do this, did he? Ah, no. Ju- uh, no justice. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. It, it pays to do your homework. He wrote. So. Well, he wrote. He wrote it with Scott Snyder. Okay. And so who's the weakling? Who's who's dragging the chain in that? In that I tag mean, team. The Dark Knight Metal was pretty bad, so maybe Snyder. But surely he's done something. Legends of the Dark Knight. Okay, that's a bit better. 
Okay. But, oh, God. No Justice. Like, it was... Not only was it bad, it was so disappointing. Is this really uh, disappointing? What, uh, a recent release, was it? Yeah, it was. Oh, okay. It was like the edge of the universe was broken and all these giant horrors came out of it. But it was like really lame and mm. four issues and it was resolved really easily. So, oh. yeah. But whatever. Oh, actually, Connor, before, um, you know, before we do anything else as well, just I was struck by a bit of Shazam lightning here. Uh, so before I forget, San Diego Comic Con is Ooh, yes. up and running already. I think from the seventeenth to the twenty-first, I believe. So it's kind of just it's kind of started. Um, I'm not sure if it really has with time zones and stuff. Uh, but is there anything Connor Superman related? You reckon there might be announcements for anything? Like you know, I haven't been keeping track of uh, San Diego Comic Con. I hope so. Yeah. Uh, I doubt there is non-comic book related uh, announcements. But uh, probably tangentially with Supergirl then, maybe, the TV show. Yeah. Maybe with um, Titans as well. You said Crypto. Was it Crypto was on there? Hopefully they'll announce a Superman spinoff from Krypton. Yeah. Oh, yeah, more Krypton. But, uh, yeah, I wonder if the Krypton cast will be there. I would like, I mean, the guys who did Krypton, I'd like them to do a Superman show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because their villain designs are awesome. Oh, that the whole set design is friggin' fantastic. Like the amount of uh, we were discussing this before. I love their uh, their uniforms and what is meant to be inherently, you know, well culturally part of their, you know, their aesthetic. Like there's a the little the spine design, you know, at the back of each of their uniforms. I found, yeah. it, I found really cool. And uh, the use of kind of like that honeycomb or a lot of round, mm. rounded shapes. I know it's a, you know, it's a, like an obvious go-to because, you know, it, it immediately gives off an alien vibe. But just the way that it's used to for the screens and uh, yeah. and even for the furniture, it's really cool. Yeah. Mm. No, it's, it's really good. I highly recommend checking out Krypton. Uh, yeah. It's a uh, pretty good... Uh, yeah, de- definitely check it out. It's like a good sci-fi show in addition to, yeah, you know, cool cool little nuggets for Superman fans. Yeah, and, and I, I hope, uh, yeah, I really do like, because um, I catch the San Diego Comic-Con uh, streamed, like uh, over YouTube, which is uh, a lot of fun. And uh, hopefully they'll have a panel or something. And it's, it's really interesting. Um, I'd love to see them do a Krypton panel. Uh, yeah, where, you know, they get to field questions and they just talk about... You know, working on it, I think it would be quite yeah. interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Did you look for a panel? No, I haven't actually. I might actually look for previous ones, like maybe previous years. I'm sure there would have been, yeah. like, the announcement of Krypton, they would have had the whole panel there and the director or, or the showrunner. That would have been pretty cool. Yeah, you know, what amazes me is, uh, um, like, they are professionals, but it's just the um, the amount of commitment and, and seriousness that they all jump into the roles like you know can you imagine like some of them may not even be sci-fi fans at all you you know but they essentially are into drama you know performance and stuff so i understand all that and they're professionals but uh, it's just i find it really satisfying to watch them that they're in this kind of alien setting which is you know pretty much for for comic book fans and sci-fi fans but they might not necessarily be from that background but they Mm -hmm. still give it their all and i think it's great I have. I did think about that seeing Sir Barristan there, in there. Um, seeing who? Oh, uh, the 
he played a character called Barristan Selmy on okay. Game of Thrones, and he, he's a class oh. act. And oh, right. The showrunners of that show are hacks, and they suck. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, I, I did think about that a few times. Did you? Yeah, no, because I see like you know some actors there are kind of old, and it's like oh, mm, yeah, yeah, exactly. Silly being on this sci-fi show, but yeah. Oh, is yeah. that guy the guy that you're talking about? Was he the um the grandfather of Seg? Val L? Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, how annoying is Seg in the first season? Uh, look, I didn't look. I'm only kind of seeing it now because you you said it. You told me. <laughs> like, you're... he's such a bonehead. Like, uh, he's... no, yeah. I mean, like he he kind of um. It's funny because at the beginning he seems quite um quite sensible and stuff, but he seems to be fumbling through stuff now. Um, but yeah, it's I don't find it bad at all. I think it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> should we get to <laughs> should we get to the issue? Yeah, for sure. All right, sweet. Hey, you know that you know it does make sense. That's cosmic, Krypton, and was it Candor? Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you ready to fly near Warworld? I'm poised. I just need to jump, and off we go. All right, up, 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 up. And, and away. Superman is lounging in his apartment when a holographic face shows up in the middle of his living room. The intruder identifies himself as Mongol, transmitting his message from his starship via scrambled signal, and he wants Superman to retrieve a specific item. When Superman answers he isn't his errand boy, Mongol retorts that he isn't asking him, he's ordering him. In order to ensure Superman's cooperation, he has kidnapped and miniaturized Jimmy Olsen, Lois Lane, and Steve Lombard, who are trapped in a transparent energy cube. Superman doesn't want to believe it, but a quick supervision sweep reveals that the three co-workers aren't in Metropolis. Mongol claims if Superman retrieves a crystal key locked away in an isolated crypt, his friends will be returned to him unharmed. Otherwise, they'll be returned in pieces. Seeing no option but to play along with Mongol for the moment, Superman agrees to retrieve the key. Mongol reveals it's hidden on the fifth planet of the Cygnus system. Superman angrily points out that the fourth planet is New Mars, where Martian Manhunter currently resides, and he isn't surprised at all that Mongol is aware of it. Superman angrily takes off for New Mars, closely followed by Mongol's probe. He knows that he can't let Mongol have that key regardless of what he wants it for, but he'll have to play his game until he can find a way to free his friends. As Superman approaches his destination, his arrival is noted by Martian Manhunter. Superman scours the planet, which is completely empty except for a solitary and apparently unguarded crypt. Superman touches down, wondering why Mongol doesn't claim that key himself, when John Johns arrives to stand in his way. John warns that the planet is off-limits to everyone, and Superman apologizes for trespassing and explains that he just wants to collect the crystal key and leave. John replies that the entire universe depends on it remaining there. For those who don't know, John Johnson, Martian Manhunter are the same person. Uh, you may continue, Ray. No worries, thank you. Several centuries ago existed a savage warmongering race called the War Zoon that devastated the half of the known universe. At one point, the Warzoon built a giant mobile weaponized satellite equipped with weapons capable of obliterating entire worlds and called it War World. Nonetheless, the Warzoon race died mysteriously before they could put War World to use. 
Later, the artificial planetoid was found by a peaceful race called Ilargus. Since they couldn't bring themselves to destroy it for unknown reasons, they reprogrammed its defences to prevent anyone from setting foot on the satellite. Wielding the crystal key is the only way to penetrate Warworld's defences, because its defensive systems are nullified by the key's sonic vibrations. Though, the Lagos were a dying race. Thus, several centuries later, the last Lagos entrusted the Martians with keeping the key before dying, and Martian manhunters sworn to protect the key. Superman understands Johns' position, but he reiterates he needs the key and he's sure he can handle the situation. John disagrees and attacks him. Much to his regret, Superman knocks him out after a hard fight. Superman enters the crypt and retrieves the key, wondering whether he'll be able to protect it. He walks back outside to find Mongol is already waiting for him, his vessel orbiting the planet. He has brought the prison cube containing Superman's friends and demands the key in exchange for it. Superman, though, refuses to hand the item over to him. Mongol tries to force him by shrinking the cube progressively, but Superman doesn't yield. Suddenly, the Mongol's cube controls get shattered, and the energy prison dissolves, freeing Lois, Jimmy, and Steve. Mongol blames Superman, even though Kal-El is so surprised as him, uh, as him and blasts him away. Right then, Martian Manhunter, who had just broken the cube's control, becomes visible again and lunges at Mongol. John already stopped him from stealing the key once in the past, and he intends to drive him back again. But Mongol shakes both Martian Manhunter and Superman off and teleports away. John is furious and berates a seriously contrite Superman for being too arrogant and overconfident to listen. John then demands to know what Superman intends to do about Mongol seizing the crystal key. Superman replies, first of all, he'll fly his friends back to Earth. Then he intends to recruit help, track Mongol down and recover the key. We'll die trying. Right. Yep. Well. That was a good synopsis. That actually it really did cover everything. Yeah, well, it, it, it's, it's, it's long enough. So, um, <laughs> now listeners, I want this feedback. Who is better? Who did the better reading then? Was it me, <laughs> Connor of the House of L? Was it Ray? of the house the, uh, of the treacherous lecherous zods <laughs> oh gee talk about propaganda here <laughs> <laughs> yeah let us know listeners um this will you know go down in the annals of history yes for sure Ooh. but uh yeah Entice so yep. that that was um what happened um, so this is uh, DC Comics Presents 27. I'll read out the uh, credits here. Da, 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 mm-hmm. da, da. Okay, so. Cover artist is Jim Stalin. Writers is Len Wayne. Penciler, Jim Stalin. Inkers, Dick, Gio- uh, Dick Giordano. Frank McLaughlin. Colorist is Jerry Serpe. Uh, letters is Todd Klein. And editor is Julius Swartz. Now, uh, you know, pens- you should know who a lot of those people are, really. Mm-hmm. Um, big names. Oh, yeah. Huge names. Yes. Um, uh, very. I mean, yeah. Um, as we mentioned before, is it Len Wein? Yeah. Can't go wrong with that. We, we've He's covered Len cool. Wein before, actually. Uh, mm. With that Superman. Oh, we did? Which? With, it was Superman and Dracula, wasn't it? Oh, was that Len yeah. Wein? Okay. <laughs> right. Excellent. Which was Excellent. a lot more lighthearted than this issue, I guess. But. Um, oh, yeah, it is. And very different as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as in just the genre. Oh, definitely. Like, definitely. Know. Mm. Um, yeah. So. And this is um, DC Comics Presents. I actually didn't know this title existed. I'm 
Of course, it must have, you know, because uh, Marvel had, has Marvel Comics Presents, which is an anthology. Yeah. This is the same sort of thing. Uh, just two stories um, for this, but... Um, uh, yeah, is this something that you had collected previously before, Connor? Are you, uh, you know, had you been a fan? Oh, was of this I collecting and... DC Comics Presents? No, no. Had you come across it a lot? Had you read many issues? Yeah, you. Mm. I mean, you would just you'd come across issues like if you're yeah. especially if you're looking into like characters' best stories. Sometimes they'll pop up in titles mm-hmm. like these. You know. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll just uh, just to add to it, um, so the other story at the the end of this issue is uh, whatever happened to Kong Gorilla, which is significantly less good than. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, which I'm assuming, Connor, we won't be covering. Well, well, I mean, we can briefly talk about it, but we can talk we're not about it. Yeah, doing yeah. a cover and review. Um, mm. But yeah, so let's start off with this cover, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. And sorry, one other thing just before uh, this uh, DC Comics presents. I'm assuming this gives the opportunity for team ups. I guess that you would yeah. that you wouldn't necessarily well, like the next associate with. Yeah. Well, the next issue is Superman and Supergirl teaming up. So mm, yeah. So they always say, yeah, uh, I mean, it runs true with say the Marvel Comics presents as well. Although they don't team up, um, you do see yeah yeah. Uh, a nice variety of characters. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, the cover, Connor. Awesome. I love it. It's very cool, isn't yeah. it? Um, and, again, old school. you got the word balloons in there. Yeah. Um, you've got equal billing Superman and Manhunter from, Manhunter from Mars. Is that his typical logo or is that just something made up? I don't about? know. I haven't read much oh. Martian Manhunter from... Actually, at all, yeah. really. So I don't know if that's a okay. typical logo or not. He's quite an interesting character. He is. Yeah, I he's find. a cool character. Yeah, and he has been featured on television. Yes, he, um, most people probably know him from the Justice League 90s cartoon. Oh, yes. Uh, also yep. known as Martian Job Hunter because he would job like every fight and get taken out really easily. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and he's quite powerful, right? He is, so, yeah, which is why yeah, it's funny yeah. that he was such a jobber. Um, he's mm. like... It was probably the most powerful one in that team at that time. Yeah. And uh, he's also featured in the live-action Supergirl as yes. well. Yes. Oh, and Smallville uh, too. Oh, small. Oh, okay. That would be cool to see. Yeah. I'll he do, is really cool to Smallville, go. actually. Yeah. Right. Well, and, uh, and so on the cover, we have uh, him fallen at the feet of Superman. Yeah, who beat him up. And... You beat him up, obviously, with the clenched fist there. Uh, and Mongol looking as, uh, you know, mm. <laughs> gorilla-like. and it's hulking in the corner. <laughs> hulking and skulking in the corner there. Uh, and he says, this is cool, Excellent Superman, you have defeated John Johns precisely as I commanded. Now give me that key that will make me master of the universe. He's got no, you know, he's not, got no qualms about being the best there is. You know, is there? He, oh, he wants no, to uh, be the best in the universe. So he wants that, hey, he wants he, that war world. You can't say that he isn't ambitious. No. So um, how awesome is Warworld, by the way? Just like a giant planet that runs around blowing up other planets and other stuff. Yeah, so it's that big, right? It just reminded me of the Death Star. But, well, um, from what I've read of it in Post Crisis, uh, yeah. so it didn't. It popped up in like Return of Reign of the Supermen, Return of Superman. Oh, nice. Uh, I yeah. guess spoilers for that storyline. Um, <gasps> well, the fact that like Mongol is in it, uh, but. Um, 
Yeah. Oh, but Mongol's not in the animated movie, so don't get your hopes up. Damn. But yeah, it, it seems so he, like more he, of the size yeah. of a moon now. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. Uh, a small planet. <laughs> um, so he is now forever associated, I guess, after this issue with, with War World. Is it Mongol? Uh, it, yeah, he's associated now, it? with it a lot. Well, I don't know. I haven't read the next issue yet, have I? So... Uh, oh no! I mean, but I mean, you've read the where it popped up later. That was post crisis, so... though. Oh, so okay. Again, different... I'm not familiar. Uh, well, okay, post different timeline, is it? Remember, post crisis is after the silver, bronze, and golden age. Post crisis is the modern age. That's where the hard reboot happened. Oh, so okay. Pre crisis is pre reboot. So... Post crisis is post reboot. Okay. Yeah. okay. 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 Right. Lovely. Got it. Got it, got I will. It. I think I'm gonna literally make a chart for you, and then yeah, if you could. That'd but be you very... need to you need to keep it handy so you can just look at it. Oh, no, all I oh. yeah, all I need to remember is pre-crisis um, is before the reboot. Post-crisis yeah is everything rebooted and jigged around. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, post-crisis got that cool. Um, who was that dude? I've already forgotten his name. He had the cosmic stars on his skin. And he um he's now like Galactic thirty Golden? feet tall, yeah. Well, he, that was that story we read was pre-crisis, but he has oh was pre-crisis. He has popped okay. up post-crisis. Remember, pre-crisis okay. is silver, modern, and no, golden, silver, and bronze age is pre-crisis. Right after okay. that, it's all modern. Okay, because I thought when he was we saw him. No, I'm talking about that. You, you sent yeah, me that other picture, f- that, um, that, image. That's... Yeah. The towering picture. It looked, it looked modern. I don't think that was in Bronze Age. No, that was definitely modern, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's all right. Anyway, sorry. we um getting caught up in the details. <laughs> yeah, listeners are probably scratching their heads or shaking their heads <laughs> yeah, right now. Um, uh, but all we need to know now is War World. Uh, for, for this very instance, anyway. Yeah. So Mongol does acquire War World, and we get a bit of an origin of it, anyway. Um, with we the do. Warzoon yeah. And the Largas. Yeah. Both extinct now, and is... don't pop up again. Mm. Uh, Pretty sad. Oh, and I was mentioning, I'd like to say it would be good if they did pop up like retrospectively. You know, what do you call it? You know, historically, yeah. so, see how they were in the past. The Warzoon in particular. I'm not really worried about the Largas because they're pretty boring, but. Um, yeah. I thought the Largus had more interesting designs than the Warzone, honestly. Yeah, but I'm only the Warzone only because the Warzone were the ones that created some kind of super world. race. Yeah, yeah, that that's kind of got me interested. I mean, yeah, yeah, the Largus were aesthetically quite quite elegant, mm. but um, they were peaceful. You know, so boring. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I'm gonna say the thing I like the the most about this cover and a lot of this issue is, and everyone knows, I love space. Mm. And I love all the stars and, you know, the vast space all planets. And, you know, it's really cool on the cover and it's really cool throughout the issue. You know, it's part of yeah. the reason I really love Silver Surfer and Green Lantern as well. It's just... Yeah. Right. And I love space when it's old school style. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this style of art. It's yeah, not, okay. like, computerized or anything. It's all hand-drawn, you know, 70s, 80s, yeah. 60s. I love space in those decades. I do like that. But having said that, in our last episode, I really did enjoy those panels with uh, Clark floating around in space done by John Romita Jr., oh, yeah. which I thought was quite... Yeah, that was quite nice. Um, but I do know the allure you're talking about. Yeah, it's so with, vast. With this sort of thing. Mm, yeah, it's very cool. 
Um, yeah, so good issue. I really enjoyed it. And you really enjoyed mm. it and got me excited for it. So I was like, "Oh, Ray, Ray <laughs> thinks this is awesome. So I better this better be good." Um, well, yeah, but it was. I mean, this is yeah. I mean, because yeah, you know, one obviously it got marked straight away because it's a cosmic tale yeah. and it's got Mongol. But it was just a fun, um, you know, a fun read, uh, and, and you, you get a nice um, match up fight, throwdown, whatever you call it, smackdown between Superman and Martian Manhunter. That was really last long uh, though. Sorry, means uh, well, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. By today's well, by today's standards, I think it lasted quite a bit. <laughs> quite yeah, a maybe. bit. I guess the, the whole yeah. thing is Superman. Once he stopped holding back, he demolished them pretty easily. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And they're much more even um, power wise nowadays. But you know, uh, oh really? Okay. Superman came off as kind of a jerk in this sometimes. Like. <laughs> Well, there's a one the one thing when he goes, look, you know, just give me, I just want to get the key and be in my way, which yeah, it's kind of like he just totally ignored what uh, Martian, well, Martian Manhunter was trying to tell. Well, the him. other thing like, is so. like Martian Manhunter's like, dude, and Superman's like, no, don't don't worry, I got this. I'm Superman for a reason. I'm like, I'm Superman oh, for yeah. a reason. Martin's like, dude, you're still just a man. Chill out. <laughs> like yeah. Superman, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's pretty true. big ego sometimes, uh, yeah. which he paid yeah. for. <laughs> Which he paid for, and look, who who ended up being the one to save the day? It was uh, John Jones. Yeah, but even then, um, like, Mongol still got the key. Yeah. Uh, so Mon- Mongol yeah, has Warworld now, and Superman's messed up. He lost, uh, he didn't outwit Mongol, so he has to no, get... You can't. Uh, his cousin's you help just now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and, yeah, no, I mean, like, um, <laughs> really enjoyable. What did you think of the... Um, so Mongol can do this. He can shrink people into this uh, this cube. Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, Lois, he can, yeah, uh, that's the thing, is it? Because it just gave me, it reminded me of who was a brainiac, right? Yeah. He, he, he like he likes shrinking stuff a lot. Seems to be a shrinking. Um, seems to be the in thing with a lot of villains, especially in these. But days, uh, yeah, yeah. I love the title but, of this story as well. The the oh, the key on. that unlocked chaos. <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh it's pretty cool uh, yeah the whole thing is pretty i look i like the dial the pacing the beats of the the story were really good it kept me interested um you know even the the origins because we had to know about the war world and um where it came about yeah. and you know the whole reason why mongol wants it so it didn't linger too much on that i thought which is good because that can potentially be it can, can Potentially bore We well, can end up you know, like Power Man and yeah. Iron Fist issues sixty one and sixty two. It was giving you all this exposition that you don't care about. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Going a bit too much into but it. This, where you, you, I never felt like this. This had exposition. It had some text, but I never felt like it was slowing me yeah. down. I only mm. think is all the information I was being given was relevant, and it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, didn't feel bloated either. Yeah, uh, it's like these are relevant to the situation going on right now. The text is you know it's explaining it like it, it, it's wordy like comics of this era are but it's not wordy in that bad way that a lot of them can fall into that trap uh yeah. again as i, as I said because I, I did the iron i'm doing the iron Fist podcast and like it's just the exact same thing happened on issues we covered on that except like badly yeah. uh yeah so you know yeah, this is this was quite a compact. Ooh, and it was good. from the exact same year as well, both nineteen eighty. 
so oh really this is like a direct comparison between the two yeah yeah um, wow that that does that will uh reveal a lot of things from both sides yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah, no, I, I thought this was um, really cool. Little details, well thought out. I, I had to a little chuckle. Uh, Len Wein, on the second page, um, Mongol is so confident to have um, established communication with Superman, Confirma- confident that his uh, message transmission uh, with its scrambled signal will be impossible to trace. Um, you know, we don't need to get into the details, but yeah, like Mongol has friendly. somehow... Yeah, he somehow managed to do it, and Superman can't, can't trace it. Well, it's good they, they um, established the threat clearly and easily. Mm. You know, that's like, okay, this guy is a big deal, you know. Mm. And, like, because I, I guess you're right, because uh, especially Lex Luthor and stuff, they always go, they always, they love to talk about how they've blocked their signal. Yeah. Like, I did this and this, and that's why you're never able to find me. And Mog's just Could've, like, oh, no, I just, you can't find it. I've done it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And even you cannot possibly hope to trace. Well, yeah, he's pretty confident with it. Um, I love how his and, head yeah. is appearing in his apartment. Like, can yeah. you imagine getting home, then like what looks like a little pink nuclear blast is going off and Mongol's head is just in a bubble talking to it's you. It's in a bubble. Yeah. It's just floating in a bubble. Um, and it seems that, oh, I'm not sure if Superman can move it or not. It's just floating around. I mean, I think he tries to move it. Hmm. Yeah. But it, uh, it's... Yeah, it, he knows he's Clark Kent, obviously, as well. Yeah. yeah. But I, I guess it's funny. He's found out a secret identity, but that doesn't really mean anything to Mongol. He's just using it as a tool. No. Like, they don't, he doesn't they don't make a big deal That's, of, like, yeah. ooh, Mongol's going to expose me because Mongol doesn't no. care. That's all, like, beneath him. That, that's exactly what I say. It's beneath him. He That's like a speck. Like, he used it to know, get in to... In his plans. Actually, no, he didn't even use it to get to his loved ones because they're all Superman's friends, so... Yep, so, yeah. yeah, exactly. And who is this Steve Lombard? So he is a regular Daily Planet. He's a sports editor. Um, he was a lot okay. more prominent back in these days, like 70s right. uh, to 80s. He was like a regular yep. kind of cast member. Nowadays, okay. not really. You've probably read comics with him in it, but he's always like a background character now. Uh, There's always a guy in the office. He's got um, a moustache. Yeah. Right? Is that yeah. him? Like, he hits on people ah. and he has red hair. So, yeah, 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 that, yeah. That's him. That's him. Ah, okay. Right. Yeah, because he seems quite like semi-regular. I, I have noticed his presence. Yeah, he's... Uh, in the Bendis run, at least, because Bendis does use him. Um, oh, that's yeah, right, as yeah. you say. I mean, he's just a jock, chop, yeah. pretty much. Not mm. like a jock mm. with a heart of gold, you know? Ah, um, <laughs> of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so those three... Okay, so... Mm. Yeah. Um so three I'm just I'm just trying to think of like um because they're all all from the Daily Planet. Um but I guess I'm surprised it's not Perry White and not Steve. Well that's what I was about to say. Perry White's really tight with Superman. That's what I was thinking. I mean they're the three big ones. Yeah. But you know, maybe I guess if we were reading this whole uh, I don't know, if you were reading like all of Superman in nineteen eighty, maybe it'd make more sense, but Mm, um, yeah, but I mean this artwork, man. Like it's so good. It is good. Look, uh, um, Kurt Swan. I think I still rate way above. But um, no, this is this is good. Like I yeah, think, like is... just the the colors and Superman flying through space, like all the you know the sun, the planets, all in the yeah, backgrounds. Oh, yeah. uh, 
Yeah, the space bits are really cool. Um, even you see Mongol's little bubble. He's following Superman, flying through. Uh, yeah, it's and great. I love that it's, like uh, alien crypt on that desolate planet. You know, like that's yeah, the stuff uh, I love. Just, you know, yes. Superman flying through the galaxy lands on a planet with like a des that's just desolate and it has this one alien crypt on it. Yeah, you know, and like yeah. I love, I just that stuff that just it's my jam, man. It is totally yeah, my is it? jam. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exploring ex- exploration, you know, that's why I love Star Trek the original series. They're just exploring space and coming across, you know, weird things, yeah. stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like uh, in particular, we have in the the battle of uh, between Martian Manhunter and Superman. There, there's some really cool shots here when um, Martian Manhunter um, releases the missiles towards Superman, yeah. and then he he um, blows them away with his breath. That panel where he does it, and mm-hmm. I, I love the use of um, what do you call it? The um, uh, is it the onomatopoeia? The you know the the words shum and woo. Yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, and then you have him, Superman, quite small in the panel, but you see the vastness of space in the background. Oh, yeah, the planets and everything. Even yeah, really. Earlier when yeah. uh, Manhunter's talking to Superman, he's having his dog, you can just see, like, this planet kind of... Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And I think uh, Martian Manhunter's facial expressions are done very well. Yeah, with his kind of really heavy brow. Yeah, and just he's very, <laughs> like, serious. But he really yeah. comes across like the desperation of the situation. It's like Superman, stop it! <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. Martian, Martian Manhunter was cool. It was a nice. Um, he played off Superman very well. Yeah. I thought in this. Uh, and you're right. The colors are really good. I think the colors, um, yeah, really do stand out for me. Yeah, the panels, um, the, the standout panels for me are the first punch, the Martian Manhunter on Superman. And that one where I said where he blows away the missiles, mm. I think that were really yeah. cool. Enjoyed them. Now, um, there's uh, an interesting point is because you know uh, Superman's always, he's faced with a choice here, and it's give Mongol the key or let mm-hmm. his friends die. Yeah, this is this is a big you know decision to make. Uh, yeah, you know, I I would have thought Superman would have um, paused a little a little bit more. I mean, it's valiant that he's saying, "No, I'm going to save my friends." But we're talking like, you know, Martian Manhunter has stated so just, talking about yeah. deaths of billions. You know, well, to clarify, Superman chooses to let his friends die. Oh, he does. I thought he. Hang on, I thought he. No, nah, uh... he chooses the opposite. He, he lets right. So. Just read it again. Oh, it's shrinking, it's shrinking, it's crushing. Oh, he, he does. I oh, know, he he does. He's holding on the key. To say, he's not giving it to Mongol. You're yeah, he right. says, my friends are right. You can't have this key. Lois, Steve, Jimmy, yeah. forgive me. Um, let us die. Oh, because they, they're imploring him to, to let them die as well. Yeah. To kind of ease his conscience. That's right. Um, but it's actually the intervention of Martian Manhunter. That saves that, them. Yeah. That saves them, right. So it's like a, yeah, that's, it's a very yeah. big decision. Uh, it is a big decision. And it's like yeah. a, these days, I guess, a decision like that would be at the end of like a six-issue build-up. But uh, mm. this just happens, <laughs> which is great. Yeah. And like if it's a pretty big insight into Superman's character as well. Mm-hmm. You know, the... That's a big, yeah, that's a big decision. Good of the many versus the good of the 
feud. Yeah. And like these are his best, like it's lowest line. These are his best friends, and he's just yeah, yeah. Let them be crushed. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I guess this is the same Superman, you know, that we had Superman the Secret Years. And mm. that's when he became Superman. Is when he made that decision to let uh, that's his best true. buddy die oh. to save those thousand people on the island, or whatever. So. <sighs> Nice connection there, Connor. Far out, eh? <laughs> Tying the episodes, our episodes together. Yeah, That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well done. Um, yeah, true. So then he gets kind of blasted for his efforts. I love this awesome power, raw power of Mongol. Mm. Um, and I didn't know. So Martian Manhood, so you don't know too much about Martian Manhood, but he can become invisible. I mean, he seems to... Yeah, he can go invisible. He can shape change. Oh, that's right. He can shape change. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, and he's pretty strong right. in everything as well. He can fly. The Mongol seems to make a short, short work of it though. He well, Mongol is absolutely oh. brutal uh, pre-crisis. <laughs> oh, um, I mean, this is what this happen- is a guy. What happens post? What happens post? He's nowhere near as powerful post-crisis. Oh really? Uh, <sighs> yeah, which is a shame because, like, I remember reading in post-crisis, like, uh, I think Superman took him down, not even at full power. Which oh, is a okay. very fast stretch from Mongol, who was going toe to toe with like the most powerful version of Superman, in for the, yeah. who, uh, for the man who has everything. So, I guess like with the pantheon of really powerful villains that Superman now has, you got to pick one to kind of like you know you can't all be that powerful. So Mongol got the short end of that one, which is a shame because Mongol's great. Yeah. And whenever Mongol pops up, you know there's a good fist fight coming. Um, yeah. But like, and he's dark. He's dark. He is. He's a horrible man who. <laughs> yeah, that is terrible. He's absolutely so. ruthless. Um, like he's just evil, and it's great. Yeah, yeah. It, do, do we know? Is he? What race is he from? What? What? You know? What, um. You know. Where does he hail from? I don't are they all like that? Actually, no. Or if I do know it, I forgot. Yeah. Because Mongols just always like been him. Um. Like mm. even. Like he's always just been well, because like a loner. yeah. Well, I don't know. It's like whenever Mongol's somewhere, he's always come and like conquered that place. Okay. You know, and he uses yeah. like other races as his army. So, yeah. all right, eh? Just, uh... Uh, he was <laughs> um, apparently before this story. Oh, okay. Right, this will be covered. In... His origins covered in the next issue, so we won't spoil it. Oh yes, oh. yeah, cool. It's pretty funny though. We've got to do we, we've got to do the next issue then. We are going to do the next issue. Aren't we? Oh, we're of going course. to tie this up. We can't. We yeah, can't yeah, just cool. do part one of two and then not okay, do cool. you know the next one. Yeah, um, lovely. But uh, yeah, no, this is really good issue. I'm very impressed by it. This is this is like cosmic goodness. This is good. Yeah, I, I must. Yeah, I do like it. And because you know, 1980. Um, and again, you've got to, for me, you've got, to, you've got to approach it. There's no point in trying to compare this with, you know, more modern runs and stuff. And I'm not saying that to, to, as a disclaimer for this. It's just different. It's just, it's just different. And it's just the way it is, <laughs> you know? Um, so if you do take this as a, a story from 1980, uh, it's a pretty damn good one. Look, if I went to a comic store and bought this story off the shelf, I'd be pretty pleased. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Probably pay. I probably pay only half the price though, because Congorilla. Ah, uh, mm. yes, Congorilla. <laughs> well, okay. Let's 
let's do like let, let's just do this story, then we'll talk about Congorilla. So, uh, yeah, do you yeah, have sure. anything to add about this story? Uh, no, just uh, I think we've covered it. Just I'm looking forward now to knowing more about the origin of Mongol. Yeah. Um, and Superman's uh, redemption arc. Yeah. Uh, oh, the other, sorry, the other question, Connor. Um, so, Martian Manhunter, uh, he's in. He's from New Mars, so he's not meant to be from our Mars. No, he's from Mars, right? but they all moved to New Mars. Oh, okay. Yeah, because right. there's, there's, like, a whole war with, like, the white Martians on Mars, and they're really bad people, and, uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so there's white and green Martians. Yeah. Cool. I think the white Martians okay. look pretty different from what I remember. Okay. Um, but, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, let's do ratings, shall we? Yeah. Um, I think I went first last last time. Yep. Um, Connor L. Okay. I will go. Uh, let's see. Well, obviously, we'll give this uh, War Worlds out mm-hmm. of ten. Oh, yep. Um, yep. So I'm going to give this 7.5 out of 10. 7.5. Yeah, yep. lovely. Uh, nearly gave it an 8. Uh, Super- Superman, like, uh, acted... <laughs> I don't know, it was just a bit of an egotistical jerk sometimes in this, which is, like, fine. Because, um, you know, he, he did fail in the end because of that behavior. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, just, just overall, uh, it was very close to an 8 for me. Very close. But I just feel wow, like... Okay. I just feel like a 7.5. Just just for okay. a couple of very minor details. Otherwise, it would be an 8. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's good. So, uh, seven and like a I'm half very, war worlds. Yeah. Like, my enjoyment rating of this it was like a 9, okay? Like, that was my <laughs> enjoyment rating. But, like, overall rating is like 7.5, if that makes sense. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's it's yeah, no, so... That's... It is... So close to an eight, though, guys. You wouldn't believe how close it is to eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no well, you can give it an eight. Why no, not? It's got to be. All right, fine. I'll give it an eight. <laughs> yep, there, bang. Eight, eight ah. out of ten. Yeah. Eight out of ten. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> fantastic. Read it. It's awesome. Cool. Um, yeah, great. Look, I, I <laughs> after all that, I'm giving it. I'm giving it a seven and a half myself. Um, you told I, me to I give really it an eight, didn't. and then, and then you... <laughs> <laughs> no, but we got different rating systems. You're saying it's close to an eight, right? Um, so this is for me seven and a half. This is good. Look I, again, I'm I'm gauging this off our last two episodes. Um, so last episode was Superman Year One, which I gave a seven, gave and a uh, actually, yeah. yeah, and actually, sorry, not the last two episodes, but um, again, I'm gauging off the Marv Wolfman Man of Tomorrow. Is that it? Oh, yeah. Um, which I gave seven point five. Now I gave that one a seven point five because um, it was a ripper of a read. It was it was more you know all earthbound, um, but it was a long. It was a big hundred page kind of thing. So it had I'm a lot more scope. I'm pretty sure you gave that an eight. Did I give it an eight? I'm pretty oh, sure I I gave you it did. A... Astute okay. listeners can probably correct me, but I'm pretty sure you gave that yeah, an eight. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Well. Because then I was going to put this um, on par with it, and I know that it might not be uh, like it's, it's cosmic and it's a lot shorter. Let's say that, but the level of enjoyment for it, and I, you know, been wanting a, a cosmic tale, and and this is exactly kind of 
the stuff that I wanted. Uh, obviously, Mongol, big marks there. I'm looking forward to part two for sure. I'm actually I'm looking forward to another team up now. Look, I, I've enjoyed Martian Manhunter, but with part two, if it has Supergirl, look, if it had Green Lantern, if it had, you know, the Flash, I, I would be I'd be raring to go. Um, so mm. yeah. It, Let's okay. I'll give it. I'll give it an eight then. It's going to be on par with Man of Tomorrow. <laughs> so I thought that was seven and a half. But okay, if it's an eight, it's an eight. Because um, so, I think was yeah. for all seasons for you the same as Man of Tomorrow as well. I think it was. Oh, was it okay? So that I was think you gave about an eight too. Yeah, or it was an eight point five. Okay. I can't even remember. Listeners, you can answer. That's your job. Yeah. Our job is to provide yeah. this delicious coverage. So yeah, you know, I oh, look markings are all kind of. All over the place, aren't they? I mean, Four Seasons was fantastic. I'd actually give that a high, a high marking. But this one, for level of enjoyment and for when it was written, what it is and what it gives us, a good old 8 out of 10 is is really good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, really, really enjoyed it. I mean, the, the, you know, there are little things you can pick, mm. like, you know, um, you know, the getting the three friends and, and stuff. But, actually, I do love the, the quandary that, that Superman... Is faced with him at the end, yeah. Uh, and and you reminded me towards the end that yeah, he actually does pick the the bigger choice, um, which has kind of made me respect him a lot more because that's a tough choice. Yeah. Mm. Um, but he makes the right choice, even if it's does. very does. tough for him. But that's why he's Superman, I guess. Yeah, because uh, not only that, because then he would he'd actually see them like they yeah. would die in front of in front of him. You know, and that's that's more impact, you know, but he still stands by his decision. Well, Mongol would and, be screwed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. In space, no one can hear you scream. <laughs> <laughs> Except maybe Mongol. Yeah. <laughs> Mongol scream, I mean. Uh, yeah, no, so yeah, an eight. An eight's a, it's a pretty damn good, damn good issue. Yep. Yeah. Awesome yeah, stuff. There you go. Uh, so that that uh, when you were constantly asking for cosmic issues, Ray, was that what you were looking for? Yeah, yeah. No, right. This is this is it. Um, and and I feel that uh, also, you know, to read this thing uh, in its complete state, like parts one and two, mm. uh, it might even just ramp up the whole thing. Even for, it, will, it will make it a complete, a big complete story. As I well. sent you a cover yeah. on Facebook. This isn't for the next Mongol story, but it's for the one after, which is DC Comics Presents uh-huh. 36, and the stakes look pretty big uh, there. <laughs> okay, I sent it on Facebook. I'll have to, I'll have to check it when, uh, yeah. when I log, log in. Um, but, yeah. So, yeah, let's talk about Kongorilla. <laughs> oh, yeah. So just, there was a backup story um, con- about Congo Bill. Yep. Uh, and it was pretty lame. It was pretty lame. Look, I actually, um, the art was very classic uh, looking. Yeah. And I actually, I didn't mind the art because oh, the it's, art it's was got that fine. very, yeah, very old school kind of, yeah, what is it, Silver Age. Um, and, and that's what it's going for, right? Like it's, uh, it's going for, a, it's set in a time before, obviously, when it was written. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so it has that classic kind of look to it. But, yeah, the story was, uh, it was a bit of a slog. I must find, uh, I only read it just, it was just to like really say, bizarrely like pro-industrialization. Yeah, it like, was, wasn't it? It, it was. Uh, I found that a bit weird. Like, oh, we brought yeah. civilization to Africa through industry and tearing down like yep. all the trees. And I'm like, that's a bit strange. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
And, uh, you know, we've got to quash all these uh, superstitions and beliefs that they have. Yeah, it was like, it was you know, so they, bizarre. Uh, even yeah. for 1980, I was a bit like, uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> you know, do you think, um, who's a writer, do you think they did that intentionally as a bit of a, as a bit of a, um, a ribbing of, of that age, I, that time? Maybe. Rob, that did, yeah, Rob Rosakis. Yeah. That didn't seem like a normal Congreal to me. I might be wrong because I haven't read much Congreal at mm. all, but it didn't seem normal. Uh, yeah. So I have no idea. I'm sure there's Congreal yeah. fans listening that can tell us because that was strange. Jeez. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was strange. Uh, yeah, it was for me. It was just a matter of I, I wanted to just say I read all of issue 26 so that's why i read it i was thinking of stopping halfway through it's like no nah, i'm nearly done might as well just read it yeah <laughs> so, it's not long um well yeah it was uh, that's even more of a <laughs> indictment of of how long it felt yeah <laughs> if it wasn't that long at all but i mean it wasn't it wasn't totally terrible and as connor said it's not that long so you can go through it it's just a bit of an old tale it's a bit of a throwaway yeah tale um, um, like if so, I guess we mentioned you can pick this up digitally, right? Yeah. Uh, DC Comics presents twenty uh, twenty seven. I'm assuming twenty eight will be on there as well. Uh, the other really common way to get this, and I recommend the purchase, is uh, Superman versus Mongol trade paperback. Uh, yeah, also right. available digitally. Uh, okay. It's you know it collects yeah I think every Mongol story up to for the man who has everything. That's good. So That's I think good for you, Mongol. I think it's fans, literally. Yeah. It might be every Superman and Mongol encounter pre-crisis. I'm not sure, but uh, a lot of good punch-ups and cosmic feats of strength. Um, That's a tasty carrot there. Yeah, Connor it Elf. is. Uh, the, uh, the cover is surprisingly lame. It's just those two fighting each other on a yes. white background. Uh, yes, I've seen it. Yeah, I've, I've got the digital version. But the um, interior I mind it. is fantastic. Uh, yeah. yeah, I would. Oh yeah, I wouldn't mind it on the shelf. I think it would be good. Yeah. Yeah, my friend has it. He was going to lend it to me, but he forgot, and I did too. So, but. ah, <laughs> yeah, a Mongol fan, I take it. Your friend? Um, he is now. Yes. Well, because yes. you, you read for the man who has everything, then it's like yeah. I'm a Mongol fan. It's yeah, like I'm glad you you gave that to me first, introducing Mongol. Oh, for his introduction. Yeah. yeah. Because he's uh, he, he, that set the pace for what he is. Well, and... you know how devious and malevolent he is, yeah, despite his brutish yeah. appearance, I suppose. Yeah, um, I can't remember that issue, Connor. Was that one whole issue? Was that were there two uh, stories that was an in that annual. issue? Oh, that was an annual. Okay, I knew there was so. So it was, it was like a forty-page yeah, okay. story. Yeah. Oh, it was a big story. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, like thirty-page. Like really... Okay. For some reason, it felt like really, it felt really short. But you know, but, one of my favorite yeah. Superman stories ever, and I earned the nine point mm. six CGC. That's pretty damn good. Yeah, I've got yeah. it for like a hundred yeah. bucks or so. So that's nice. Yeah, and uh, that was was that Dave Gibbons? Is that the one? Yeah, he's the one who signed it. Yeah, and also he's the one who signed started it. to try and take it out with a knife, which I thought was pretty funny. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "How do I get out of here?" And he just picked up this knife and started like going at it like well yeah it's short of just whacking it on the table trying to crack it open you obviously never seen one before which i think is pretty funny um so yeah yeah. i wouldn't have had a yeah you do have you got many watch cg that's the only one okay i have a marvel premiere 15 which wouldn't mind sending off but i don't really know the process or anything so 
Yeah, especially being here in this mud ball. Yeah, the, exactly. If I was in America, I'd be able to get it done easier. But mm. you know, um, what about you, Ray? Have you got any like? Uh, have you got Moon Knight's first appearance and stuff like that? No, I haven't got Werewolf by Night thirty two. Do you have I'd like uh, to... Moon Knight one? I do. I've got the whole series yeah. of Volume one. Um, I'm only missing Volume um, two, and uh, I've got a fair bit of Mark Spector to get. But yeah, no, I've got all the complete runs of all the more recent ones. Um, but yeah, no, just they're slab comics. They, um, yeah, that'd be. It's an interesting, interesting take. I, I would pick a couple of issues, I reckon. Yeah. To to get them like like yourself, um, just really special. Yeah, issues. exactly. You went to it. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I hope everyone enjoyed that, Rob. Uh, apologies that I was pretty aggro at the start towards Supergirl and other popular shows that a lot of our listeners happen to like. <laughs> I always get worried. When, oh, you know. um, That's fine. It's, uh, you know, it's just all, all opinions. So, um, you know, we're not, we're not slagging if you, off like, anyone. To, if you love Supergirl, and I know, uh, mm. I know Tyler and James, you guys on the Crimson Podcast, that's totally fine. That's cool. Yes. I'm, I'm glad people like it, you know. More Superman for everyone. Uh, yeah. You know, even Tyler Hoechlin, you can like him. He can be your Superman. I have no problem with that, even if Ray Zod does. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, seriously, never feel bad because other people dislike, you know. Yeah, oh, exactly. Especially Look, with Superman. Because yeah. it's all about, it's all yeah. about the love, guys. Um, exactly. It's all a bit of, you know, we all love the same kind of thing, don't yeah, we? Yeah, so... It's like when comics I'm, and comic characters. When yeah. I'm ragging on Supergirl and Tyler Hoechlin Superman, I don't, you know... Like, I, I, I don't rag on anyone who likes that stuff. Like, I understand the appeal, and that's totally fine. It's just not my cup of tea, you know, and I'll rant about yeah. it. <laughs> no, so, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Connor, I got the uh, I got the, a brand spanking new Blu-ray of The Last Jedi. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. It's one of the best movies in history. That's great. I think a steam coming out of my ears. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, no, jokes. <laughs> and Ray uh, knows that, like, I, I say all that, and then I hear about the Last Jedi because that's really my Achilles heel. That is my <laughs> kryptonite, guys. If you want to kill yeah. me, just toss just, a copy of the Last the Jedi next to me, and I'll start getting like internal poisoning. Yeah. And um... <laughs> it's, it's like throwing a, a piece of chicken into a, a river full of piranhas. You just watch kind of go go Yeah, no, no, it's um, it's all good. All good. No, well, it's another good, another good episode, Connor. Yep. What are we? Um, so, what is happening? It will be next time. We don't have year one part till till like August. No, so it will be late doing August. Okay, DC Comics presents mm-hmm. twenty eight, uh, which is yeah. Superman and Supergirl against the menace of War World. Man, uh, that will be good. Yes. And look, what I'll do. Oh, sorry. Also, as well, listeners. Uh, so we did get rather late. Uh, we posted up a discussion thread for this very issue that we've reviewed. Yep. So obviously my fault, um, uh, any comments won't obviously have made it in time for us to record, uh, but please do get your comments in anyway. We'd love to read them in the follow-up. We're going to do, as Connor said, issue 27. Um, I'll be sure to put up a post, a discussion thread for issue 27, um, part two of this cracking read, uh, and just get your, yeah, drop drop us a yep. line. Let us know what you think. 
um, over on Twitter or Facebook. Yeah, if we get feedback later than the episode we're covering, we'll still read out the feedback. Yeah. Uh, it's fine. Yeah, absolutely. Like... Yes. And for those that uh, have listened to our review, our last episode of Superman Year One, uh, any feedback is most welcome. You know, your thoughts are negative, positive, or otherwise. And I, under- I understand uh, it was mostly positively received, which is good because Ray and I had pretty controversial opinions, I guess, on that issue. But everyone yes. seemed to enjoy the lively discussion and all the feedback, uh, which is yeah, exactly uh, good, what we like. Good. So. Lovely. So looking forward to your thoughts on Mongol listeners and... Uh, yes. And of, and, of course, who read the better synopsis? Yes, obviously. <laughs> the House of L is a house of scientists, men of subtlety <laughs> and wisdom, the, great intelligence. The House of Zod. The House of Zod is for pure domination. Yep, a bunch so. of bloodthirsty warlords uh, <laughs> with admittedly stylish moustaches and goatees. But, um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I will concede that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, okay, so next issue sounds good. We'll be back in a couple of yeah, weeks. Yeah, so um, until next time, um, watch out for the menace of Mongol. Watch out for the menace of Mongol and keep your crystal keys safe. Yes. yes. Wee. Wee. Superman and all other characters in these comics are properties of DC. Any images or music we use are properties of their respective copyright holders. We are doing this for fun and not making money off it, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at lskpodcast at gmail.com and find us on our Libsyn, lskpodcast.libsyn.com. Our Twitter, at lskpodcast. Our Facebook page, Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. And last but not least, thank you everyone for listening.